Hey, 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 hey. Welcome back. I'm your host, Robin. You are now listening to my podcast, Broken, Strength Under Control. We are still celebrating Women's History Month, and I am still spotlighting women that I believe are making history. And so, you know, this has just been an awesome time in God. Um, I have finally got moved into my new place and I spent my first night here and I have to honestly tell y'all, it was amazing, 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 amazing. And so, you know, again, um, basically it's been amazing. And so, you know, I'm so grateful and so thankful. Um, the real MVPs were those that showed up for me yesterday and I fed them and they just poured out into my life yesterday. They showed me love by just helping and just being available. And so I'm just thankful and so grateful, you know, um, just for real friends and genuine compassion. And so, you know, today is going to be like no other day, um, not ordinary. Um, and to be honest with you, I just, I like to put a spin on things. And so today, this is truly going to be a spin on things. And honestly speaking, um, I don't want to even continue to even talk anymore, but I am going to allow my guests to introduce themselves and we gonna go ahead on and make it do what it do. Floor's all yours. Okay, this ain't where you're supposed to be quiet at. This is where you're supposed to be introducing yourself. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, I'm here now. <laughs> I think it was on mute. But uh, I hope everybody's having a good day so far. Uh, to introduce myself, my name is Alan Watson, Minister Watson, Pastor Watson, uh, artist Watson, author Watson. Uh, I'm a gospel rapper, all of that. I'm from Akron, Ohio. And so I just let God use me wherever uh, he sees fit to use me. I'm thankful to be back on the show. Uh, thanks for the invite from Robin, who is such a great person. And uh, so so last week she uh, wanted to surprise you guys. So she asked me to uh, seek God and to come up with a word or you know, seek God for uh, some, something to say to you all. So I saw God for a short while and he put something actually on my spirit this morning. Uh, so I'm excited to share with you all. So I'm going to lead in a quick prayer. We're going to get straight to the word. I'm going get to get, get in the way and get out the way, man. So, Lord God, we just thank you for this day. I thank you for another opportunity to speak to your people, whether it was one or many, Lord God. I just, I'm thankful that you chose me, uh, that you're using me as a vessel. I'm just grateful for this day. I just ask that your spirit have its way. Help me get out the way. You get in the way. Just move like never before. I pray for deliverance like never before. I pray that you touch their hearts, their minds, uh, their families, their finances. Touch everything, God. We just need your help, especially in the time right now. And in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.
amen so i'm not gonna be too long according to me but god you know can move any kind of way amen so so uh if you have your bibles please turn to ruth chapter one ruth chapter one uh, ruth chapter one verse where did i start at verse three ruth chapter one verse three i'm gonna read a couple verses God has a word for somebody. I don't know who it's for, but he has a special word for somebody. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> so it says, uh, I might get this word messed up, but here we go. Dan Emelech, Naomi's husband, died, and she was left and her two sons. Verse 4 says, Now they took wives of the women of Moab. The name of the one was Orpa and the name of the other Ruth. And they dwelt there about ten years. Last verse then. Then both uh, Malon and Chilion also died. So the woman survived her two sons and her husband. Blessed bless the word. So basically what happened is Naomi's uh everybody was dying close to Naomi. That's basically the gist of the story. But I wanna I wanna tackle this kind of differently than everybody else. So my title today is Uninvited Guests. Uninvited Guests. And so so real quick, we see that everybody's dying. So I got a question for everybody. What what do you do when everything connected to you dies? Mm. What what mm. what 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 are your thoughts when uh your 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 relationship die or no, you on your second husband and that don't work out. What what do you do when it seems like everything you put your hands on die? And it's like your girlfriend or your sister's relationships seem to be working out. Even your mama's relationship with your daddy got longevity, but it seems like everything you get into dies. What happens when you when your job, you know, saying dies after 20, 30 years? What happens when your friendship dies? So that's what I want to talk about today. What happens when everything around you or everything you touch dies and so this is why i call it uninvited guests uh real quick i got a quick story so we all we all got that one family member that always seemed to come over and just pop up without calling i i hate it i can't stand it and you know i you know i gotta repent because when they do that i'd be thinking so many cuss words god forgive me please deliver me but i can't stand it i can't stand i don't it's my brother i I'm, I'm, I hope he don't listen to this <laughs> but my brother he always popping up without calling and it's my brother my blood brother so i gotta let him come over that's already an issue but the second issue is not only do he pop up but he always bring two or three people with him so in my head, I'm already cussing him out, but then he bring his homeboys in the COVID happening and he bring his girlfriend and they kids. So it's all these uninvited guests. I already didn't want you over. Now I got to fix food or order pizza for everybody. So I hate when that happens. So so we look in this the text and I want to come at it differently. And I told that story for a reason, because as we see Naomi losing everybody. What happens in the spirit realm? All right. In the physical realm, she loses everybody. Right. So what happens in the spirit realm is that uninvited spirits come in our life. Uninvited spirits that are uninvited guests comes in our life. I mean, so we have we're going to talk about the spirit. Realm. Let me slow down. I, there's so much I want to talk about, but we're going to talk about the spirit realm real quick. 
because we see and we understand so much in the physical realm, right? But what we don't see in the spirit realm is that every time there is a, a trespass or every time something significantly terribly happened in your life as a woman or a man, but I'm talking to women today, when it happens in your life, uh, it opens the door to so many spirits. Let, let's go back to molestation or, or rape, all right? Because uh, a lot of women, one out of three, I think, uh, women uh, go through this stuff. So <clears throat> it's not just rape that happens, but when, when a woman is violated and raped, it opens the door to shame, unforgiveness, you know, hatred, self-hate, uh, self-doubt. All kinds of stuff. So that's what I'm trying to say. When things happen, uninvited guests creep in your spirit in the spiritual world. And it's not just rape. We can go to a divorce. When you get a divorce, now you're thinking about self-doubt come in. Uh, the uninvited guests of self, you know, self-worth go all the way down. You know, the spirit of abandonment. So, so, so what God told me to, to tell you guys today is first of all we need to break down what are you dealing with what what are things that's 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 uh undivided guests in your life and mm -hmm. then to ask god for deliverance for those things and uh i, I like i'm kind of uh sorry i just got to say this i'm kind of schizophrenic in spirit and what i mean i always say that when i'm preaching and what i mean is like i'm i'm a prophet so i may stop and say something over here and then jump back and and so this is one of those moments so uh, God is speaking to me. He is saying that one of the issues are a lot of men don't take the time to understand women. And first of all, they are already emotional uh, creatures. And then secondly, uh, so since they're emotional, when things happen, it adds and it damages and it does so much, so many other things to their emotions. And so a lot of women uh, keep their emotions bundled up for years. And so... That's why a lot of women have, uh, in my opinion, have a lot of issues mentally because there's so many things they want to tell their boyfriend or husband or, or son or, or job, but they can't really speak about because a lot of men don't want to hear it because they are so uh, emotional that they can't understand or take time to uh, to listen to an uh, emotional uh, woman or something that has to come out of, out of her mouth. So uh, I don't know why I'm going this way, but I feel the Holy Ghost. I'll jump back to my notes in a minute. But that's why a lot of relationships are, uh, man, I'm, I'm going to just say it. Uh, a lot of women uh, are staying in relationships. I wouldn't say settling, but they stand for certain reasons. But uh, they've been gone for years in a relationship. But uh, they might stay because their pa husband is a pastor or, or you know, he, he got a retirement plan and their kids are straight. But they've been gone mentally for years gone because uh, they can't connect. He won't connect emotionally. And mm -hmm. uh, one thing the fellas got to realize is more than just sex. Uh, sex is great, but if your woman is going emotionally, what is sex? Uh Then it becomes, <laughs> nah, let me slow down because <laughs> God is just speaking. So a lot of men have to be careful, especially when we have money and when we're not attached to our women emotionally, because some men, and this is true, some men look at their wives as prostitutes because mm -hmm. it's like, well, what can my wife do for me other than have sex? And so we have to be careful dealing with the woman God gave us and treat them as valuable as they are. Because you don't want, it's kind of like the old days when women was like more so property and all they did is cook, clean and have sex. And some men still have that mentality when women, the value of women has, is way different. 
than it was back in the day. And so we don't want to. I don't know about anybody else, but I don't want to be married to a woman that's just married to me waiting for me to die because I got an insurance plan. But she don't want to be with me really because I'm not connecting emotionally. And, you know, that 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 does a lot. So back to the back to the notes, back to the notes. I don't know who that was for. But, you know, if you if that's happening to you and your marriage, I pray for you, we, you know, whatever. But uh, back to the notes. Uh, So so it's, it's a lot of things, uninvited guests that we deal with in the spirit realm. And the males, we are so simple-minded. Sometimes we might see our woman and be like, "Well, you just emotional because your mom died. You, you just emotional. That molestation happened 30 years ago. Why, why don't you get over it?" But the the truth of the matter is, the molest molestation happened 30 years ago. But the uninvited guest has moved in 30 years ago. They've been there since day one. So it's crazy. The molestation and, and this crazy thing: the person that did the molestation might might be dead and gone by now. But he opened or she opened the doors because women do molest women. So they opened the door for so many uninvited guests to come in that they, they've been bringing a suitcase. They bring in a whole family. So you're dealing with this, that, that, and this. And though the person that done is gone, but you're still dealing with, dealing with the uninvited guests in the spiritual world. And so a lot of times we try to, it comes, all right. It comes what you're dealing with comes out in the physical realm a lot of times. And a lot of times we are not taught to address it in the spiritual realm. That's why we have a lot of promiscuous people. That's why we have a lot of people on dating sites that's trying to talk to everybody. That's why we have the bars full of people. Why? Because something is it's uninvited guests in the spiritual realm that need to be evicted. And so since they're not evicted, we have a lot of it comes out in the physical realm. So the bars are filling up, the graveyards are filling up, uh, uh, you, the CVS uh, line and the pharmacy to, to get medication is filling up. Why? Because we didn't, we're not dealing with a lot of spiritual stuff, uh, the spiritual uninvited guests uh, from the demonic stuff we dealt with, we was dealing with. So what God has led me to do today is kind of go down a list of one, two, three, four, five, five different spirits that we must uh, bind, you know, and send back to hell where it came from. Or it's five different. These these may not be the spirits that you're dealing with or the undivided guests, I would say, that you're dealing with. But these are what God put on my heart. And if you're dealing with them, you know, it's deliverance. Pray to God for deliverance. And if it's more that's not on here, pray for deliverance. But this is just some of the stuff God put on my spirit. So some of the first spirit uh, that uh, women, uh, and we're just talking to the women, so maybe neutral men and women, but we're talking to women today. So the first spirit that women may be dealing with or walking in unknowingly or walking in and knowingly is a spirit of witchcraft. And so, so, so I'm glad y'all asked. I hear y'all. I don't hear nobody, but I hear it in my head. I see people asking, what do you mean, preacher? This is what I mean. So, so sometimes when women get uh, violated or, or uh, trespass or not even in a sexual way, but go through a divorce or uh, somebody crossed them or emotionally damaged, a lot of time they they start to walk in witchcraft knowingly or unknowingly. What I mean by th what I mean by that is because uh, manipulation is uh, a sort or a kind of witchcraft. That is witchcraft. That's in the Bible. And so what happened was, anytime you are trying to control uh, situations so you don't get hurt, that's a form of manipulation and witchcraft. And so that's why the first point is witchcraft. Witchcraft because a lot of times. When women get hurt or we get hurt, 
we try to control or make sure we always have control of the situation so we'll never get hurt again and it causes us to walk into manipulation which is witchcraft so and it also causes a lot of other stuff that i didn't write down but i hear the holy spirit talking so that's why it's so hard for some women to submit in a marriage Be because it's it's hard to be submissive when you want to control everything but we understand why you want to control everything because last time you gave up control, the person you trusted ruined you. Oh, man, I feel the Holy Spirit in this place. I feel the Holy Spirit in this place. And so now this nigga, I mean, this person got you walking in witchcraft because now you are messing up every uh, uh, relationship down the road because he violated you when he was put when you put him in a pedestal to be the king and the man he was supposed to be he ruined it ruined you because he mishandled you now it got you walking in manipulation now you want to control everything in the household uh now the every man that you get with has to be second and now can i just can i speak this is not on the paperwork but i feel the holy ghost and so to your mind everybody everybody else you know they looking for a good man they'll submit to a man of god and whatever but now what's happening is you're since you're broken and you won't submit you're looking for another broken man <laughs> that will submit to you oh man mm. holy ghost help me holy ghost mm. help me holy ghost and now the <laughs> only one you're gonna get married to is another broken man <laughs> and so now the only one you would give your time to is one that you see beneath you that you control. Uh, let's go to the scripture. Uh, that remind me of Ahab and Jezebel. She was the king. She was the queen. She was the one of power. And Ahab was a man of God, but she ran his life. And so we got to be careful, uh, women, not to be broken, but also not to uh, find ourselves gravitating two broken men because we don't want no man that's more powerful than us uh, mm -hmm. again in our lives so so it's beyond it. we got some women out here that's that's doing good in their life but they won't marry nobody that got a degree they won't marry nobody that got money they cool with the average joe and why why they cool with the average joe because they know at the end of the day they got all power in their hand so we have to be careful because when you broken you will try to marry broken people so you stay in charge mm. Amen. I feel the Holy Ghost. So, so that was one point out of four. Uh, my next point: what, what, what uninvited guest comes in sometime? It's a spirit of bitterness, 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 bitterness. And so, so it's kind of, it kind of, it's cousins with the last one. Uh, but, but it's, it's his own entity, I would say. Uh, and so we have to, uh. Let me slow down because God really want to speak on this one. I feel it. So we have to be careful trying to uh, uh, when getting in new relationships because uh, this is what bitterness is to me. Bitterness is being angry or holding a grudge or holding anger in your heart from what was supposed to be or what you thought was supposed to be or what happened to you. You thought he was going to be faithful. You thought your kids were gonna be, but they went another another route. He chose a different route with another woman, so it leaves anger in your heart. And 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 you know God has to deliver us. God has to work on it. We know that, but but we have to be careful because it will uh it will ruin future relationships. 
and that's just not romantic relationships. Bitterness will ruin uh, jobs. Bitterness, bitterness will ruin uh, uh, positions at church. Bitterness will ruin so many things. Friendships, relation, it, it, it will ruin so many things. So we have to be careful to make sure that stuff out of our heart before we move on. One second, I'm going to make sure I don't hear God saying anything else. Sorry, I like to pause. I like to hear from God before I move on. Let's move on. The next, the next point is uh, what we struggle with, or what you know, talking to the women, what women may struggle with after uh, something happened, like we say, a rape, divorce, or anything like that. Uh, the third uninvited, uninvited guest that may still be living in your spirit or your head is uh, insecurity. Insecurity, and, and and this this is a this is something that's really not taught about uh insecurity uh, a, a lot of times when things happen uh because things happen in everybody's life where it brings insecurity at some point but 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 one thing we as people do which is wrong uh when things happen in our life we're supposed to question the situation but 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 sometimes life cut and hurts so deep that you don't just question the situation but you begin to question the core of your being. And that's where the problem come in. Because we know the Bible says it will be sorrows and problems of life. But that don't mean every situation. Uh, that don't mean that you be question your identity or questioning who you are. And so I think personally a lot of us men don't understand the damage that we do to women. Because women are created to be loyal. Women are created to uh, be stand still with you through the thick and thin. And so me personally, I don't I, I don't I don't think that men understand that when we hurt a woman. Uh, she just can't pop up like we do. You know, we, we get hurt. You give us a couple months. We, we ride around with another female. We good. You know, say we might have a little bitterness. We might chuck the deuces or ride around our ex's house a couple times. But give us a couple years for well, most of us. Give us a couple years. We moved on. But but women, since they're so loyal, they don't just question the situation. They question who they are. Mm -hmm. They question their being. And so a lot of times we start we 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 hurt women, but we start a whole chain of insecurity. And can we go deeper? Not only do we bring in an undivided guess of insecurity when we hurt women, but we bring an undivided guess of a, a anger towards God. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost. And so a lot of relationships, a lot of women have messed up relationships with God because of a man that hurt them. So now they not only questioning the situation, but they questioning God like, God, who am I that he rejected me after I gave him everything? <laughs> Help me, Holy Ghost. God, you made me this way and he still rejected me after I moved like you. I treated him like you told me to. I submitted like you told me to. I even held out. I ain't sleep with him when I dated like you told me to. To, and maybe I did sleep one, but I still did it the Bible way. I still repented. I still came back to you, and he still broke me. And so now, yeah, I, I got bitterness against him, but now, God, I got bitterness against you because you created me. You so you telling me to trust you and to serve you, but now the one I trusted and the one I'm serving has let me down because he allowed this jacked up person to come in my life and ruin me. 
And so we have to be careful because it causes so many, so much insecurity. And, and, and what I learned, because I'm guilty of hurting a woman. And so what I've learned, this is the crazy part. Men, us men, we, we can build our security back faster than women do. All right. So give us give us a couple of months. We'll know who we are. Let's get a good job. We'll be back in the club. We good. But women, it take years sometimes for them to learn who they are again or not just learn who they are again, but to love who God created them be, to mm. be. So we have to be careful uh, hurting women because they can't recover like we recover and they don't deal with uh emotional and different pains like we deal with emotional and different pains and i and i may i may need to you know what i may need to save these notes because i may need to teach the men someday because uh this is a lot of stuff men need to know because and then if they knew these things would probably value women differently uh because like i said we cause so much hurt and it take years you know my mom uh, I was I was late in my twenties and she was still talking about things that men did to her when she was seventeen or thirteen or you know saying twenty and she was close to fifty, and I'm like you know it got me to thinking that's why my book is dedicated towards women. Every book I write, well, most of them will be dedicated towards women because I've hurt many and I understand them. I didn't understand the pain I was uh, giving them at the time or doing from my actions, but now I understand a little more. I'm still learning, but I understand and, and so we got so many women that's still recovering from some brokenness or uh and, and, and you know what it it's a cycle that's going on so a woman get hurt and she has a problem with men and, and by god but since she her her security is so messed up now she's dealing with insecurity she's mad at god but what she do a lot of times she jump in another relationship and so now since she's broken, what happens now? She's dependent on this man to give her value and to show her and tell her who she is. Man, y'all not talking to me. I even when I was dating, I'm in a church. I had a girl to my face that was so insecure. She said, I'll start going to church. I'll stop drinking if you be with me. And I froze. I'm like, you out of your mind. I mean, I don't want you to be sinning and drinking and crazy like that. But if you're willing to change your whole identity for me, you got bigger fish to fry. You, I don't, I don't want you out the bar for me. I want you out the bar for your, for your kidney if you want to live long. But I don't want you out the bar because you want to be a, 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 a better image for me. And so, a lot of times, women, are, they are broken by by men or broken by people, and so they move on to their next relationship. And they still not broken. So that now they're uh, subconsciously dependent on the next man to uh, give them value. And, and, and you know what? And I'm going to just say this. It, it is good men out there that, you know, because I was one of them, <laughs> that, that will fall in love with a broken woman and, and, and help put her pieces back together by loving her correctly but nine out of ten once a man smell blood he gonna eat and so once he's once he see that you insecure uh and, and this is not in my notes but i'm talking to women i'm gonna be real because i know people who do this i don't believe in this but i'm not perfect i've done other stuff but i haven't done this once a man sh uh smell blood with an insecure woman uh he eats and he gets what he want basically this is what i mean if a woman is insecure and she want to be valued or put on a pedestal by a man if she got food stamps it's his food stamps now 
Mm-hmm. If she if she got a car, he 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 gonna drive it more than she drive it, even if he don't got a license. And now he was living with his mama, but since she's insecure, she gonna let him come in in her king size bed, run her uh, run her internet, run her flat screen TV. And so we have to be careful. And we I see it every day. I, I'm I'm a counselor, and I pick people up from the hood. I pick people up from the nice place, whatever. And I see it all the time. And I'm talking to people, and it's just these broken women. And I'm not just talking about broken relationships, as far as romantic relationships. A lot of these women were broken from a dad that wasn't there. Mm. And so the older they get, they let anybody and everybody come inside their body, literally, uh, and physically, whatever word you want to use, literally come, whatever. And so, you know, and and and, and they, they don't see the value in themselves because a man broke them or they, the dad wasn't there. So now everything that <laughs> it's so crazy when I see nurses and I know I've heard of doctors making crazy money, just giving their money away to hood dudes because they it don't matter. And this is the thing. Women don't understand this, but men see it. We can see straight through women. You know, they say women got an intuition. Men got a sharp intuition, too. We just don't talk about it. We just don't. You know, they say women are smarter. Than y'all might be. <laughs> I don't. I believe both both are smart. I just I believe men don't care. We just sloppy with stuff. But but when it comes to inter, inter, seeing through people, men have x-ray vision, too. So what I mean by this is I can I can I can see a judge. That's a woman. Riding in the bins, but I, at the at the drop of a dime, I can tell if she insecure. She could be driving a bins. She could have three hundred thousand dollars saved. She could live in a fenced-in community, but it, I could tell that she's insecure. And if I wanted to, I could take all her money. I can live where she live. And you know, I'm saying that why? Because men, some some men think that way. And we see women, we see the insecure, just like women, when a dude trying to talk to y'all, y'all can see the insecurity on him. If he's shy, if he's scared, men can do the same thing. And so we have to be careful because money can't hide insecurity. Uh, what you drive can't hide it. Your friends can't hide it. Uh, your looks can't hide it. it, it's, it, it it's, it's, we, we can see it. And so, and, you know, I hear a lot of women saying, why do I keep getting the same man? Why do I keep attracting the same man? Because you got the same spirit. And so, so as long as you got that spirit, the spirit that's in a man don't keep coming to you. Oh, so you you keep getting uh users. Well, you got this. You won't get delivered from the insecurity spirit. So when you walk in the buildings, you walk in a gas station, you walk in a grocery store. Users feed off that. They see you, so they come get your number, and it's the same cycle. So when you change your spirit, you get confident. You love yourself. You attract people that love themselves, and that's as confident. Amen. So let's. We got two more things. Two more uninvited guests. The next one. See if God is saying something else. The next uninvited guest, and a lot of people deal with this. A lot of men, a lot of women, a lot of kids. Mostly everybody deal with it in their life. Is shame. Shame when stuff happened in your life. Your daddy walk out, or daddy was never there, or maybe your daddy is there, but it feel like he was never there, or excuse me your husband or boyfriend walk away and like i said most of these are related to each other but shame shame is kind of kind of is closely related with the insecurity thing uh now shame you just feel bad all the time you feel like you've done something you just feel bad about your being and and quickly we, we have to say this 
we have to be careful with, 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 with things that go on in our life and not to, you know, we have to practice not taking it to our core because a lot of times when women, like I said earlier, go through a lot of stuff, uh, the first question is not like, why, what, you know, what, why did he do that to me? Or uh, a lot, the first question is, what is wrong with me? You know, what, 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 what is wrong with uh, my DNA? What, what is wrong with me? What, do I not look good enough? Is my hair not long enough? You no, know, I, when I was younger, I, I'm a transparent, I, you know, had a lot of women and I heard a woman I cheated on her and she said, you know, my hair not long enough. And, uh, you know, my, my, what, what you want me did you want me to grow my hair longer? Did you want me to stop wearing glasses or whatever? And I looked at her and, and God was speaking to me and I, and I was hearing it. And, and, and I learned that I really messed this woman up because it had nothing to do with how long her hair was. She looked good either way. Either way, we was going to have sex. Her hair short, long. I was going to take her out and show affection. I'm just being a man now. But we was going to be together whether you cut your hair off or not. But the answer to the question was it was something wrong with me. So we have to be careful, women, not to allow the blame or the shame or the sh not to allow uh, Satan or the man to shift the blame or the shame of what he done to our spirit, to our spirit. Because a lot of times men will tell you, well, you want to have enough, uh, enough sex. You want to have it now. 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 All right. Now go a different way for a minute. Women, we have to know what we're getting into. Before we get married. And I'm going to just keep it real. And this is coming from a man's perspective. We have to know. You can't be giving up the booty every day. Then you get married and don't want to do it. This, this, you can't be trying. I don't care if you got a 401k or whatever. You got to know how much he wants sex before marriage. And you can either say yes I want to do it. Or no I can't keep up. Or you know what I'm saying. It's the same for men. We got to. You know we got to. Because nobody talks about sex. And of course, when you dating somebody, if you trying to live right, or you know, we all human, we all didn't have moments. Most of us, when we had sex before marriage or before, you know, got deeply in a relationship with somebody. So I just want to put that out as a, a claimer. I'm still Christian, so I don't want nobody sinning because of me. I'm just being real. So you're supposed to get married first. But for those of us who have had sex, we understand that, you know, uh. <clears throat> Hold up, let me slow down. I lost my train of thought. For those of us who have had sex, we understand that it happens sometime before marriage. And so, so uh, a lot of us, oh, that's what I was going to say. So those of us who have had sex before us, we understand, before marriage, we understand that we've been in uh, situations or circumstances where when you date and sex is cool. you like every day when I get off, every day. And you know you're not used to having sex that much, but it's every day. Every other day, two, three times a day, you lay up, wake up, go to sleep, you have sex until y'all just tired. And then you let it go for a couple of days and you back at it. And that's the dating stage. And then when you get married, sometimes it stays and sometimes it change. But the issue is, you know, we have to we have to keep it real from the jump. We have to let ladies, we have to let them know or, or fellas, we have to let them know we like each other. So we're having sex a lot now. But realistically, this is how much. I like sex. This is how much. And it's not always about what you like. You know, both parties put it on the table. This is how much I like sex. So we come up with a, to a compromising uh, agreement. And so also with that uh, compromising uh, agreement, we have to come up with a compromising agreement with affection, too. 
It just can't be, oh, we're going to have sex or well, seven days a week. We're going to have sex uh, four days or three days a week and it ain't no affection. No, uh, affection has to uh, match how much y'all having sex or, or even more. You know what I'm saying? And so a lot of men, we want sex, but we don't know how to hold our woman's hand. We don't know how to buy them something simple. We don't know how to appreciate them. We don't know how to take them out. We don't know how to, uh, you know, take them to the game with us, include them and with the fellas sometime. We don't know how to talk to them. We don't know how to make them feel like a woman. And then, but at night when we tired, I mean, get off work and they tired, we want to have sex all the time. And so it's a lot of women in relationships now that's having sex uh, as a duty instead of enjoying it. And so that that's a that's a that's a deep area. Uh, that's a real deep area because the Bible says we're supposed to give our body sexual to our spouse. But it also says have understanding with your wife. And a part of understanding is being affectionate. And I, I me personally, I, I'm a I'm a just I like to speak about my life. I don't care how you look at me. But but I've never really had a problem. Not, I'm not bragging, but I've never had a problem with showing affection because it's, it's, it's simple math to me. If you show a woman affection, you don't even have to talk to her about sex. She wants sex. She's going to get it. And so she's going to get you. So I, I don't understand why men uh, make it so hard to take their woman on a date or, you know, grab them sometime, kiss them, just do little stuff. I don't understand because if you do that, they're going to want sex. But that's a whole other question. That's a whole other thing. But... Like I said, I'm about to teach man too. But anyways, let's get back. Let's get back to where it was. Shame. It, it, one of the one of the things is, is shame. And so this is another. This is a, a like a small bullet to shame. Because uh, when you have shame, it holds hands. Shame. So I told everything else was 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 was, was uh, all the other uninvited guests was cousins and stuff. But shame is married to the spirit. All right, you ready? When you have shame. You are married. That spirit brings in another spirit. And it's called the Python spirit. The Python spirit. And so I'm going to tell you how they how they are married. Because let's talk about the Python spirit. Let's go back to shame. The shame spirit is when you shame, you mad about what you've done or what happened to you. The Python spirit is it, it, it squeezes you so you don't you are uh purposeless you don't walk in your purpose you don't do what god has called you to do you become lazy in the spare realm you become lazy in the physical realm it's, it squeezes why do i say they married why because when you are shameful it paralyzes you to walk in your purpose why do it paralyze you to walk in your purpose because when you are shameful it connects to your insecurity and mess with your identity and mess with your, your whole being and messes with you with who you are. And now you don't feel like you are valuable enough to accomplish anything in Christ. So now you don't feel like you are valuable enough to accomplish accomplish anything in life. You don't feel like you can finish college. You don't feel like you can uh, hold down your position at church. You don't feel like you can move up. And, and truth is, truth be told, if we didn't have to work to eat, a lot of women, broken women, wouldn't even wouldn't even work. Because when 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 certain men break you, it brings in shame and it brings in the Python spirit and people calling you lazy. Well, you know that's part of it. But the realistically, if you if realistically if you go in the spirit realm, it's a it's a snake. It's the Python spirit that has wrapped his body around you in the spirit because somebody has broken you so much that you don't even feel like you are valuable enough to work at a nine to five job. You ain't valuable enough to take care of your kids. This is why when women go through a divorce, the Python spirit come in and you see nasty little kids. 
kids running around with same diaper all day. You see Cheerios everywhere and they, you, they have to be intervened. You have to send somebody over there to help them to pick them up because once they get divorced, once they get broken by a man, they truly loved and that, that was a man from God and they trusted. Oh, man, we can go. Let me pause right there talking about men of God because I, I want to say something. And this is why you have to always, I don't care how deeply you fall in love with somebody, you have to always you always have to be in the presence of God. You have to have the power of God always with you. And this is why this is why I tell people, and this is not taught. This is not taught. This is not taught. But I feel the Holy Ghost. Please listen. This is not taught. But the truth of the matter is, even men of God can break you and ruin you. Man, mm -hmm. this is not taught. And so this is why so people so many people are jacked up because this is why they get angry with god because they're like well i had a preacher i had a bishop i had a man of god what happened and can i go further because people don't understand how god operate god may send you a man that end up breaking you okay i know y'all don't hang up don't hang up this is this is truth this is about because at the end of the day what God ordains for your life is one thing, but at the end of the day, every man has his free will. Oh man, y'all, y'all, y'all don't want to hear that. I've been in a marriage and I've been divorced. I've been in a marriage where God told me, you know, God or you know, God put his hands on a marriage, but I didn't do right. So at the end of the day, yeah, God sent the man, but he ain't do right. So it ended abruptly. So, so you, you, you got to be careful because if you, if you, it, it will lead you to uh, depression. And like I said earlier, being bitter at God because you, you thought, you know, it was supposed to work because it was a man of God that God sent, but it ain't work. But at the end of the day, this is why I always tell people, and I'm going to tell people at the church I'm opening. This is why I tell people, God gives the prophecy, but it takes all parties to walk in a prophecy. That, that's true. People don't teach that. God gives them. God can say, I want y'all to build this church. I want him, you to marry him. I want him to start the church. I want him to be pastor, you co-pastor. But at the end of the day, if he decides to become a drunk, uh, the church is it's a wrap. Uh, the marriage is a wrap. So you have to understand how God operates. God gives people free will and people understand that. Yes, God influences us to do certain things. And if he really wants you to do something, you're going to feel it that he wants you to do it. But at the end of the day, if God give you a word, it's up to you and the person that's connected to your word to walk in it. That's why prayer is important because I got to pray. If I'm connected to this prophecy, I got to pray every day that this nigga stay straight, stay from the bar because we got to make this thing work. I don't got time to start over. And, and, and ladies, let, let, let's be honest. This, this, this part going to hurt. Sometimes your prophecy is connected to people and you don't, you don't, you know, you can't control what they do at the end of the day. And so it, it comes down to prayer and you may trust in a person and he may be from God, but down the road he may mess up and it may mess your stuff up. And that's, and it's for man too, you know, and that's, that's just, God will have a plan B all the time like you do. But at the end of the day, it has to be all parties on the same team. Amen. So, Last but not least, uh, and I just want to pause for a minute because I feel like I got to say something else about that. And so, so when we when we when we talk about, let's go back to sex, because it's just not for baby making. It's just not for pleasure, but God created sex for a stronghold. All right, and so this is why sex is so important. And we may look, y'all may look at your husbands and be like, he just a sex addict. He just loves sex. Well, first of all, men are visual. 
and women don't understand that a lot of women some women are visual but men are visual creatures all right and so i told i told i told my ex i said you know uh i can't you can't be withholding and you get in the bed every night and and, and just in your, your your panties and stuff. Just to be real. And uh, you got, you know what I'm saying, and then you withhold. So men are real visual, amen. And so women are visual, but they like affection at the same time. So, so, so we have to be careful, all right. Uh, so back, yeah, back to the soul tie. So, so soul ties is created, you know what I'm saying, to keep people, to keep two people that's in a marriage together, all right. If you don't have a soul tie, uh, it's hard to stay on the same purpose. It's hard to do what you're called to do together. So, so I tell people, look at a soul tie as like glue in the spirit realm. It's true because you ever had sex with somebody for so long, and then y'all start y'all start finishing each other's sentences, y'all start thinking the same stuff, y'all start coming up with the same ideas, or you might start an idea, he'll end it, he'll start one, uh, she'll end it, or you know, or where you want to go? I was just thinking about that place. So that comes from sexual soul tie that God ties you and glues you together in the spirit realm. So when you're not having sex, there's no soul. The soul tie loosens, and so that's I said this to say. Uh, to counteract what I said earlier when you got to make sure you're in prayer because God sends the prophecy but at the end of the day it takes everybody to be on the same page with sex <laughs> it sounds crazy but if you want your man to stay hey let's, let's go have sex let's go you know what I'm saying because I want you to, I want us to be one in the spare room I don't want another woman I don't want the bar I don't want different stuff messing up our relationship because at the end of the day if it messes up your relationship it messes up your ministry and if it messes up your ministry it messes up the people connected to what you're supposed to do or say so all triggers down and it sounds funny that something simple as sex keep all this well i would say help all of this stay together it doesn't keep it without the holy ghost or the spirit affection and all of that but sex is big so i can move on move on <clears throat> the last thing is we talked about the spirit of witchcraft we talked about the spirit of bitterness talked about uh, insecurity talked about shame and it's a uh, husband or wife python but the last uninvited guest that we deal with is the spirit of abandonment the spirit of abandonment the spirit of abandonment. And so 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 we have to be careful because abandonment comes from when somebody close or you in love with or somebody close to you have abandoned you, uh telling you they was gonna leave or not telling you they was gonna leave, which is worse. But they have abandoned you. Uh, it comes from a lot of times it comes from your daddy or your father or your mama. It could come from anybody. Most of the time it's the daddy. But we're going to talk about husbands, all of that. So so abandonment, the spirit of abandonment can be an uninvited guest that comes in. And what 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 you do, what happens when a woman, talking about women today, women today what happens when a woman uh, suffers from the spirit of abandonment is that they begin to push everybody away because they're afraid that they're afraid to get hurt again. So so they don't want to get close to nobody. They don't want to, you know. The people on a job they don't want to get close to them and uh people in a household they don't want to get close to them and it's crazy how some people can get married and still don't want to get close to their spouse because the spirit of abandonment so we got to be careful with the spirit of abandonment and one one thing that that it does the spirit of abandonment <laughs> and i feel the holy ghost is that it causes you to spend your energy every day looking for potential abandonment situations <laughs> let me say it again 
when you have the spirit of abandonment, it causes you to spend your energy all day looking for situations that may lead to abandonment. So you can't even enjoy life. You can't even enjoy your kids. You can't even enjoy your job. You can't you calling off and can't even enjoy vacation. Why? Because your focus, your mind is always uh, where am I going to get a, abandoned today? Who going to abandon me being today? Me today. So at the end of the day, you always tired. You always frustrated because you spent the last 24 hours looking for somebody to abandon you. And so when you dealing with the spirit of abandonment, you don't even see like everybody else see. You have a uh, 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 how can I say this? It's like you have glasses on and everything is fogged up and jacked up. You don't see life. You can't laugh. You can't have fun. You you're scared to laugh long. You scared to laugh loud. You scared to talk. You quiet a lot of times. It's not that you and we need to stop lying. It ain't that you're an introvert It's that you need deliverance. It ain't that you, uh, people say, I'm an introvert, I don't like going out. No, that's not the truth, because the real you want to enjoy people. The real you crack jokes. The real you like being out with people. But the problem is, there's an undivided guest called abandonment that's keeping you from, that's keeping you shy, that's keeping you from talking, keeping you from enjoying your family, because you're scared. You're scared, like, if you actually be yourself, they're going to reject you and abandon everything about you. They're going to abandon your identity. They're going to abandon your being just like somebody else done. And so you spend all your energy all day. You know, they think you're quiet on your job. Well, well, it's not that you're quiet. You know, it's that you're dealing with the spirit of abandonment. You know, you quiet at family reunions, the whole family out there, 100, 200 people. You, they like, why sister won't talk? What's wrong with her? Abandonment. I was judged. I was left by somebody I really I let in. And like I said earlier, us men have to be careful because it's sin when we do women wrong and send them on years of, of, of trying to rediscover who they are and trying to rediscover uh, their being and trying to relove themselves. So, so like I said, we, we, we spend all day uh, uh, looking for potential uh, people that's going to abandon us, potential situations that's going to abandon us. Uh, jobs family mama dad and it start arguments and it, it births the we can say it's his cousin to the spirit of offense now you're offended by everything because you expect everything to offend you when people really not offending you people you know not abandoning you they is just you looking through the uh islands of abandonment and the islands of uh the spirit of offense and you see all these things which is not true and so like like we said earlier a lot of these uninvited guests, a lot of these demonic spirits that we deal with because of trauma is cousins to something. But if we want to be honest, the spirit of abandonment is the only spirit that brings ghosts with them. <laughs> it's the only spirit that brings ghosts with them. What I mean by that? Because the spirit of abandonment brings problems that's not even problems. They just... Mm ghost problem you you think they problems but they're not problems they bring ghosts with them when I, it, the spirit of abandonment bring imaginary issues <laughs> help me holy ghost man i gotta hear i gotta i gotta hear this thing over for me man i need this delivery the spirit of abandonment got you fighting imaginary people <laughs> the spirit of abandonment got you fighting imaginary things that nobody ever said about you, but you just it was said before and it's still with you. You know what I'm saying? As the spirit of abandonment got you fighting, you already know what people are thinking. They don't even thinking that. You're like, why did he slam the door so hard? Why did she roll her eyes? It, the spirit of abandonment will bring ghosts with him. So mm -hmm. now you nurse wrestling with the spirit of abandonment and all the ghosts that came with it. None of this stuff is true. Everybody mm -hmm. love you. Everybody wants you over. 
everybody love your company but since you got the spirit of abandonment you dealing with ghosts that's telling you don't go over there don't call her don't text her don't check on her and so we got to be careful that's why i said we may deal with one spirit but it always brings a lot of spirits so just imagine all the ghosts all the imaginary things that we deal with every day just because of one spirit of abandonment mm. that was caused by one person wow. So if you think about it, if that's caused by one person, imagine how a woman feels hurt by five different dudes her whole life. If this spirit of abandonment brings 20 different issues, imaginary ghosts, multiply it times five. So, so that's why, you know, the Bible talks about us dealing with legions. The one dude had legions of demons in him. These is legions. That's why we need Jesus. Because if one person can break us like this and the abandonment and all these things come in, plus all these imaginary things we face in every day, imagine what we're dealing with after three different baby daddies and two failed marriages. Mm. And I'm leaving it right there. I'm done. I'm done. Amen. <laughs> wow. You know, I ain't even, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I thought I was, but I wasn't. Um, Alan, I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for just bringing forth what God gave you to give. And I just pray that the ears that it landed on or will land on will be life changing, will be deliverance, will be freeing, will be healing. I just, you know, I'm just so grateful for your yes. I'm so grateful for your obedience Amen. because, again, at the end of the day, it really wasn't about um just you bad mouthing women and you bashing men and just different things like that this was just to help yeah. women understand from a man's perspective and yes it's women's history month but i just thought it would be unique and ideal for a man to speak to the women and so thank you for just your yes thank you for your obedience thank you for just your willingness Amen. to be straightforward and you know yeah you know hey if y'all wasn't ready i wasn't ready you <laughs> might want to go back and listen take some notes and everything else but i have to honestly tell you that that this was just liberating there it, there was some healing even for myself because you never think about these different things here and they're all tied to witchcraft wow. in some way, shape, fashion, or form, if you really want to be technical. So every point that you gave is tied to witchcraft, you know? And so yeah. I have to honestly tell you, yes, this, this, yeah, I wasn't ready. That's <laughs> all I'm gonna tell you was I wasn't ready. And I'm just so grateful and so thankful, you know, for everybody that has tuned in. I ask that you all just share it, you know, um, even if you didn't think it was for you, maybe somebody else that you know might be going through some things and they just need to hear this word. Because again, this was about deliverance and freedom. And in order to continue to just go forward in the place and the purpose that God has called you to ladies, we have to be able to have those conversations or hear those words that they're not always pretty. They're not always packaged 
to look a certain kind of way. They're not always, you know, making you feel good emotionally and mentally, but truthfully speaking, it shouldn't have to be packaged that way. This is a part of your purpose. This is a part of who God is calling you to be. And as a woman, he has gifted us and gave us so many different and unique qualities and characteristics that you cannot deny what God is doing. And you can't just take the part that makes you feel good. You have to take all of it because that's what his word is. It's going to give you all of it. It's going to give you a map of everything that you need, good, bad, or indifferent. So you can't just take what you want out of it and then leave the rest of it somewhere because you don't think that it applies to you when it all applies to you. No matter what, no matter who's bringing it, no matter where it's coming from, it all applies to you. And so again, Alan, thank you because that right there, I'm just going to keep saying, I wasn't ready. Uninvited guest. And again, I would ask that you all just take your time, go back and re-listen to it again, share it with other people. You know, I'm just so grateful and so thankful. This is, you know, truly an amazing time. And it has been an amazing time even for me. And so I just want to say thank you again for everyone that tuned in and listened. I'm your host, Robin. You have, you know, listened to the podcast. We had Alan on. You didn't get lights this time. You got Alan, the pastor, the preacher, the father, the husband, you know, um, just that's what you got today. And this was so that it could help you in one of these areas you might be struggling in. And sometimes you're waiting for this, you know, a word like this to come from your girlfriend or somebody that, you know, you talk with on a regular basis, but sometimes God will just use, he will use a man to bring a word that will be life-changing for you. So I pray that this was life-changing. I pray that you got something out of it, that, you know, wherever your life, in your life, there needs to be a pruning that takes place, that there's a pruning, but when there is, wherever there is that there needs to be fruit produced from it, let that also be true. Again, thank you for taking the time out to listen today. I hope that you enjoyed it. Um, the book is out. If you haven't had a chance to go to Amazon to get your copy of my second edition of my book, Broken to Be or Not to Be, that is the question. Also, I just want to let everyone know to be on the lookout. My sister started her nonprofit organization, More Than My Pretty Face, and it is to help young women. Um, and when I tell y'all that is going to be something for the books, definitely going to be for the books. Also, my friend Linda has her nonprofit organization titled Empower Him. And this is to help men who have been in the prisons and they're coming out and they want to start their own businesses. And so, again, listen, you you heard it here first and. Truthfully speaking, I just pray that the rest of the year, your day goes phenomenal and it's awesome. Just know that I'm praying for you, that I love you, and that I just want you to be blessed and encouraged. You all have a wonderful rest of the day and tune in next week because I'm coming right on back with more. 
And thank you again, Alan, for just bringing forth an awesome word, a very powerful word. I thank you for just your willingness. And I'm just going to pray that God will bless even your life, your household, everything that you put your hands to, that God will bless it a thousandfold. Amen. And that your yes will continue to be a yes, no matter who it is that's hearing it. Have a wonderful day, everybody. And we will talk again soon. Be blessed and be encouraged. Peace and blessings to you. Thank you.